Listen, man, Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry done had too much coffee and upset all the women on Instagram. Who gave Tyler Perry some coffee, man? What's going on here? So the caption shared by the Spiritual Word reads, for all the women out there, Tyler Perry has a message for you. How do you feel about this? <laughs> Just the way that caption is written, you knew they knew that this was uh, an attention-grabbing post. Let's get it. Listen, a, a lot of women, especially black women, and mm. I might get in trouble for saying this, but... I and you will. You will pay for that, Tyler Perry. But he's like, but I'm rich, so I don't give a f- <laughs> Keep listening. In, in our society right now, mm-hmm. black women are making a lot more money for the most part than yeah. black men, right? There are a lot of black men who are successful, but for the most part, Black women are making the money. So you, if you can find love, if that man works, you know, at whatever job mm-hmm. and is a good man and is good to you mm-hmm. and honors and honors the house and honors his wife and does what he can mm-hmm. because his his gift may not be your gift. Exactly. That is okay. Mm-hmm. That's not somebody who's beneath you. Yeah. That's somebody who came to love you at your worth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And as long as he's secure in himself to mm-hmm. know that Yep, she makes most of the money. All I can pay is the light bill. As long as she's comfortable enough to say, I'm going to cover the mortgage and all the other stuff. You can the light bill. Baby, you can take me to dinner every now and then. Mm-hmm. That is fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you know these women are out here rolling their eyes. Tyler Perry must be writing a movie script because we know that's not how they feel. <laughs> that is not how they feel. They're not going for that Tyler Perry. Just have a good heart. Just pay the light bill. This man's tripping, bro. And I don't mean he's, I mean, it would be great, but we got to remember who we're dealing with here. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but that's so hard for a lot of people to take in because that means, no, no, no. I need somebody to, who is, <laughs> I need, I, they need to make five times more and I got to have, the, I got to have, well, you uh-huh. keep, but go on, keep, keep, looking, go on keep your list, baby. Yeah. God, God bless you. Hope it happens. Go on, keep your list. <laughs> The voice of reason on KBLA Talk 1580. Back in the building with another burner. I apologize for yesterday, listeners. I had a senior moment. No, it's cool, you know. I had a senior moment. It's fine. You know, my girl told me that. You had a senior moment. Yeah, you know. I forgot I put my computer under my pillow the night before and I got up and, you know, did work, uh, you know, like normal. And I grabbed my backpack, assuming that my computer was in it all day until I got here. And when I opened it up, no computer. So, you know, I'm ripping and, you know, speeding through traffic, driving crazy, made it home, didn't see the computer because I didn't remember it was under the pillow. And then I started thinking, oh, somebody at the cigar lounge stole my computer. (laughs) You know, I made it back to the studio, you know, with about five minutes to spare. And then it dawned on me, the computer is under your pillow. Wow. So I'm back. This was supposed to be yesterday's topic, but that's all right. We're going to cook, cook, cook. Was Tyler Perry right in his assessment? Yes, we know black women are the number one educated and the number one employed uh, race and gender, you know, in America. Definitely number one educated. 
uh, race and gender in America. We know that. But does that mean sisters got to settle while they're soaring? If they're soaring in America, does that mean they must settle for the man of their dreams? 1-800-9-2015-80. I want your opinion on this, right? I want your opinion. I want to know what you think. This is very heavy, man. Was Tyler right? What What is right is we're a toxic group within a toxic society. That's right, 100%. You know. And for the people that want to say, oh, wait a minute, Zoe. Everybody ain't toxic. I, okay. I don't speak in absolutes. Okay? Some banal. I would say most of us are toxic, though. Not everybody. There's some really good people out there, some really solid folk, really intelligent people, people doing well. But was Tyler right? And does the fact that he's a billionaire make him an expert on relationships? I I'm interested to know what y'all think. In what ways do black men and women project their societal and familial toxicity slash trauma upon each other? Somebody sent me something and it just makes me mad. Oh, stop dating people uh, because you're lonely. Stop dating people uh, because of your trauma. Stop date Date somebody better. Listen, you date who you are. Now, you listen, I'm, I'm tired of people sending me clips of other people using what I say. Use it in context, though. You want to skip around, you date who you are. You get what you are. You want to skip that piece. Huh? Oh, date somebody better. Well, be better. Huh? You want somebody better? Be better. You want somebody nicer? Be nicer. You want somebody more respectful? Then be more respectful, starting with yourself. Huh? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Very heavy topic tonight. Is the black gender war perpetuated by the media? Apparently. Social media for sure. Because soon as Tyler said that, what was the first thing that came out of his mouth? I might get in trouble for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Well, you're a billionaire. One eight hundred nine twenty fifteen eighty. Get at me. Get at me. Get at me. Get at me. That's what he said. What does settling for less mean in context of a romantic relationship? And how does it manifest in individuals' uh, choosing uh, or choices and behavior? Right? How does settling for less affect your ability to choose a good partner? I believe. You're not, listen, if everybody could choose their ideal partner, they probably would, right? If you had the power to do it, you probably would, right? So you choose people every day, right? To date, to talk, to, uh, to communicate with, huh? You do that, right? Well, if you are fully conscious and aware of what you're choosing, then you're choosing a mess oftentimes. Why do you choose a mess? Oh, you know, they were acting. Oh, they presented a certain way. Well, uh, if I sit you down and we start talking about what you chose to ignore. Now, there's certain things that you can't 
be aware of. I know there's certain things that are unconscious in your choosing process, but there are also some things that you are conscious of that you ignore consciously. And if you do that, then you're a co-creator of the mess you say you don't want. Is there a fine line between compromise and settling in a relationship? And how can individuals differentiate between the two? Is Tyler Perry asking successful women out there to settle? Because they're successful and there's a target on the back of the black man. And is he saying, hey, you know, if that man love you and care about you, and truly is invested in you, is that man enough for you? I want to know your thoughts. Get to your phone lines, one 800 920 Lord have mercy, this is about to be one of them ones. Was Tyler Perry right? When I come forward, I'm going to the phone lines. Let's get it. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and family, like brothers and sisters, the voice of reason. Has come full circle after having come forward. Was Tyler Perry right? I want to talk to you about it tonight. I want to hear your opinions. African-American relationships, like any others, uh, you know, are shaped by a myriad of factors, including social and economic changes, uh, challenges, excuse me. These challenges are deeply rooted in historical and systemic inequities and can manifest as toxic dynamics uh, between black men and women. We will explore the ways in which societal and familial toxicity perpetuated by media and fueled by a history of oppression affects these relationships. One cannot discuss the dynamics of African-American relationships without acknowledging the profound impact of societal and familial toxicity. We have it both at the family level and at the societal level. The legacy of slavery, segregation, and ongoing racial disparities has left a deep well of trauma within our community. So you know it's going to be difficult to relate to one another when we basically got spiritual PTSD. This trauma can manifest as mistrust, communication barriers, and unresolved emotional baggage, all of which can strain our relationships. Media, social media, plays a major role in perpetuating these so-called black gender wars. Portrayals of black men and women in popular culture often reinforce stereotypes and promote conflict. These media representations can exacerbate existing tensions and contribute to a cycle of blame and resentment towards each other. Black men to black women, black women to black men. How come you didn't save me, brother? How come you didn't raise me, mother? 1-800-920-1580. Get to your phone lines. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. The question of who started this gender war is complex and rooted in historical context. Slavery and systematic racism has, has historically pitted men and women against one another. See the Willie Lynch letter. Uh, with the emasculation of black men and the hypersexualization of black women being enduring tropes. Right. These tropes have been around for a long time. Do you understand? Ah, these injustices have created deep wounds that continue to affect our relationships today. 
Black love as it exists within a toxic environment can indeed reflect that toxicity. However, it is essential to recognize that blaming each other for this toxic interaction oversimplifies a complex issue. Both black men and women carry the weight of generational trauma. And addressing these issues requires empathy, understanding, and a collective effort to heal. What's Tyler Perry right? Sisters, you're doing better. And if a man is not abusive, disrespectful, condescending, if he's loving, if he's appreciative, if he's empathetic towards your needs, if he's an active listener, if he's invested in you winning, is that not a win if you're already winning in the social sphere? Was he right or wrong? This is about y'all tonight. I need to hear your perspective. So let's get to it right now. Judy, Covina, get in here and cook with the rarest grease. <laughs> Hello. Hey. I am so disturbed. Talk to I you. am so disturbed by what Tyler Perry said. It's, it's really demeaning, not just to black women, but it's unrealistic. How are men coping in situations where they're not the head, they're not the provider, Mm. you know? And I haven't seen any successful relationships like that. Mm. So I I don't even think that it's taken into account that men want to to be in that position where they can't be the provider, they can't um, show up and set a good example. So, Judy, let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question, Judy. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes. So do you think Tyler Perry was basically saying, ladies, take on a grown son? Well, it's it's laughable that he would even say that. But what I wish Tyler Perry would do, I think it would be more productive to work with black men mm. to help raise them to a, a higher standard. He can give internships. He's a businessman. He can give trainings. He can give scholarships. He can provide situations where men are getting therapy drug uh, help with their drug addiction, porn addiction. I mean, there's so many areas that, that he, that he, he could be focused on. Yes, he could put his resources into. I hear you. Oh, I hear you. Judy, so am, yes. am I to understand this correctly? You're saying Tyler Perry was wrong. And not only was he wrong, he was wrong and loud. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Ah, Hey, Judy, we appreciate you for bringing Covina in the building. Los Angeles is in the house right now. Andy had something to say. Andy? Andy was upset while Judy was talking. Um... Judy, to to her point, the the first point that she made, like, how, how does... How do we as men feel? 
And to answer that question, I can't speak for every man, but I can only speak for myself. And I think that it already messes with our ego already as is Mm -hmm. because we're not, you know, we're not in that position. We're not in position. We're not in position. But I think like as long as you're still striving, you're trying to live that narrow path because I could easily be on the corner selling drugs. You feel me? But let me say this. Isn't that the same as everybody wins a trophy? Isn't it kind of? To a degree, yeah. To a degree, it's kind of like, oh, he's striving. Good job. You lost, but he's striving. Yeah, man. It just <laughs> it just got me thinking like, man, so, so even in that position, like, we don't deserve any form of love, you know? And I'm not, and I'm, and I'm, I'm not saying settle. I'm just saying. Just this consider. Is, but just, see, you know, here's the thing. This, this is what you're missing, Andy. This is not an empathetic society. And you're asking for empathy. Is that is that it right there? One eight hundred nine twenty fifteen. That's what it is. You said, "Hey, care about my struggle." Nobody cares. If you're gonna be a man, you gotta rise to the top of the filth. Listen, look at look at the society you're in. You've heard me preach from the mountaintop, Krishnamurti. It is no measure of health to be well adjusted to a sick society. That's high-level philosophy. Nobody's, nobody cares about philosophy. Nobody cares about the heights of humanity. I told you this before. Jesus, Buddha, all of them would be bums today. They would have to do miracles in order to get attention. The miracle is the entertainment. Like, oh, did you see what he did? He woke that man up from the dead. He, they got to do that every day in this type of society. Right? So again, is Tyler right or wrong? It's your opinion tonight. I want to hear what you have to say. 1-800-920-1580. Jazz, Los Angeles, get in here. Hey, bro. Hey, 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 hey. Uh-oh. I guess I need to get off speaker. Hello? No, you good. You sound great. Let's go. Let's cook. Tell me what okay, you think. Okay, awesome. What I think. Okay, so two things. One, my cousin, Richie Rich from Pasadena, RIP. Rich, He Rich. would say... Richie Rich, he would say, you know, Tyler Perry is right. Something is better than nothing. That's something that he's been telling me, my mom, my aunt. Like, if there's a man who wants to be there for you, it doesn't matter if he doesn't really have anything going for him. You know, something is better than nothing. I do not agree. I think that Tyler Perry should have been talking to the fellas instead of addressing the women. And he should have been like, dudes, black women, they've stepped their game up. They're out earning us. We need to do something about it. We need to step ourselves up. We need to match our black women instead of putting the responsibility on the black women to settle for getting the light bill paid. Mm, mm, mm. Lord, 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 Jazz. Keep I love it when you call in and cook. Hey, I appreciate you. You brought Los Angeles in. Two calls from L.A. Come on, let's get it. 1-800-920-1580. I want to hear what you got to think. Uh, what you got to say about tonight's topic? This is this is heavy duty. This is heavy duty. I want to know what you think about it. Uh, was Tyler Perry right? John, Mountain View, Hawaii, get in here. Man, I didn't know I was coming this quick. Hey, brother, you call in. I got to get you on. Let's go. <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. 
first off, greetings and blessings to everyone. I got to get those particulars out of the way because, again, blessings and greetings are needed in this time and age. Right, 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 right. So let me just say this. John, if you're not ready to give me your opinion, I can put you on hold and come back to you. No worries. I'll give it to you real quick. Bottom line, uh, I I I want Tyler Perry to be right. But I know it's wrong with asking women to doggone step their game up and accept weak men. Mm. But then in the same instance, if you're passing up the strong men, somebody you would consider not your type. If you're also considering the one who makes six figures, but he's not six foot. Mm-hmm. If you're considering all the other possibilities of love that you can have and would have, if maybe your standards were even possibly close to what you claim to be Ooh, and want in love. No, no, no. Again, wait, point, wait, John, hold tight because you're cooking right now. Hold tight. When we come forward, we going back to Hawaii. Aloha. Own Talks brings to you the racial wealth gap in America, explained in 60 seconds. In America, there are 190 million whites living in just about 82 million homes, while there are 40 million blacks living in just over 14 million homes. To truly understand the racial wealth gap, you must look past the income of these families and evaluate household worth. According to demos.org, in total, white American households own 90% of the national wealth. In contrast, black Americans altogether own less than 2.6% of the national wealth. With most of this small sliver being in the hands of black baby boomer retirees, black working age families are largely invisible nationally in terms of wealth. To give a clearer lens, the bottom 50% of American households control only 1% of the national wealth. And of the total 14 million black households, likely over 10 million black families fall into this bottom group that owns nearly no wealth. The racial wealth gap is real and it's growing. While 10% or about 8 million white homes are worth $1.4 million or more, according to Slate.com, when you deduct the family car, 50% of African-American homes or over 7 million black families are worth no more than $1,700. Subscribe to learn more at Tone Talk. Whoa, ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason is on fire tonight. We've come forward after coming full circle. And we're talking if we're talking about if Tyler Perry was right. And I I really want you guys to to dig deep in this, because this is about your perspective and your opinion. I'm going to jump in and out with different thoughts and opinions that I may or may not have on this. I may quote somebody or whatever. However, this show is about what you think. And let's get back to John out of Hawaii, Mountain View, Hawaii. And I want him to get his final thought in. He was wrapping up uh, his his point when we came forward. John, your thought? Uh, I finish with a quote from you. Go ahead. Uh, Wow. There's so many. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Just go ahead, John. Um, You got it, man. Wow. Um, 
my get it will never be your get it. Hmm. Say more. Again, for us to understand what it is that we understand at all, and we, of course, want to project that onto other people and want them to get it the same way we do, we never do. And it takes time for us to understand even something as simple as Tyler Perry's quote. But again, yes, I want love for everybody. I don't hold back my anger and zeal to want to kill people. And and I don't want to kill people. I just don't want people in my life and in my experience to be harmed. Hmm. And that's most people in my existence, especially if I stood on a battlefield for any country, anywhere, doing anything for any dollar, and it's supposed to make sense. Hmm. I hear you, brother. I hear you. Uh, just don't kill nobody, okay? I don't want to kill nobody. <laughs> okay. I really don't. But I got the. I have the ability to do so, and I've been trained in it. So again, yes, I'm touched. Mm, 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 mm. But but nonetheless, that's my drama. That's the things I got to deal with. That's the things that I want to deal with with my people. Just the same. Right. right. And no, I don't want women to have to exercise their rights to doggone take care of men like me. Wow. Heavy stuff. But at the same time, at the same time, ma'am, would you? Not just your dollar, but in every essence of what you have to do, any, even in the sacrifice of the greatest gift you have towards all of us, and that's allowing life to come through you. Mm. Mm. So Heavy again, stuff. if you can give after that point, and the man who gave you that gift, hmm. help me, sister. That's all I got, bro. He making a plea, ladies and gentlemen. John from Mountain View, Hawaii, has pleaded to the women. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, if you want to respond to John's comments, please call us right now, 1-800-920-1580. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Who's been on the longest? We've got Truemonger, Dallas, Texas. He's been on the longest. Then we're going to Leslie in Memphis, Tennessee. Go ahead, True. Yes, sir. Oh, man. This first, I don't. Why would people really care about Tyler's opinion anyway? Mm. I just don't understand why people are so caught up in his opinion. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it's uh, mainly I think a lot of people are still caught up in uh, the recessive standards and ideals for their life. And we're and too many people are still conditioned by that. Mm -hmm. um, too busy living that trying to have a vision through their way of living and trying to catch up to that. If you don't live up to those standards, oh, you ain't this and you ain't that. I still think a lot of people on that mindset. Um, men do it when they try to claim their status for his fiat money and resources and like, I provide this so you do what I want you to do and vice versa and this and that. And I think a lot of women have the mindset or I make all this money and it's okay for me to emasculate you because I make this money. Ooh. Throw it in your face every chance I get. Ooh, Andy Andy agrees with you. I see when Andy look at me and nod, that means Andy agreed. Go ahead, finish saying what you're saying, True. Um, I'm not I'm not sure what the uh, opposite word be for women when men do it to women, but I said both parties are guilty in this. 
that's a big part of the problem why we keep going back and forth at each other, trying to live up the standards that weren't created by us. Okay. Watching too much TV, hmm. watching too many movies. All right. Watching too many clips on Instagram and hmm. all that. Hmm. Seeing the highlights of people who are pretty much putting on an act. Wow. And they want to say, they want to put uh, portray that in their life, but they don't know what those people got went through to even get to those points where they could pretend mm. to show off like that. But we want to base everything off of material things, fiat money, which is worthless at this point. And who has the nicest car and who has the biggest house? Well, none of our names are on it. Mm. We're too busy trying to take status symbols from other people and throw them in each other's faces. So, yeah, that's going to cause conflict. Mm. So at some point, a woman's going to make a man feel like he's not worth it because he might not be pulling in as much money as her at that point in time, Hmm. vice versa. But all that takes the focus off what's really going on around them. Hmm. They're too busy bickering about that, trying to get what their neighbor's getting. I'm like, you know, you shouldn't even be concerned about what your neighbor got. Mm. You need to focus on what's happening at home. Get all that stuff straight first. Mm-hmm. Okay, Don't worry true. about all that other mess later. Okay, true. I hear you, brother. And guess what you did? You brought Dallas, okay. Texas in the building, man. I appreciate yes, you, man. Sir. Thank you so much, man. Dallas, Texas is in the building because of True Monger. Do you want to bring your city in the building? Are you interested in joining this conversation? I'm looking for cities to join the conversation. This is a worldwide conversation, but specifically an American conversation, a national conversation. When we come forward, Los Angeles, Memphis, Oakland, everybody's in the building. Let's go. My playlist is my co-host What y'all know about Heaven By Nas Great record man And it fits tonight's topic Was Tyler Perry right? We know black people are at the bottom of every socioeconomic statistic Relevant statistic in America And that really takes a toll You know On our relationships our ability to relate and you know this conversation is very difficult to have it's very tough to have because when you get people who become very successful and you know how america sees it if you're successful your opinion matters even if it's outside of what you're successful for you know (laughs) look at bill gates (laughs) he's successful for software computers and stuff now all of a sudden he you know he talking about you know pandemics you know people question him right disparities in access to mental health support compound these challenges african-american couples may encounter barriers in obtaining culturally competent mental health care affecting their ability to cope with stressors and traumas. 
This disparity underscores the importance of addressing mental health access to foster healthy, healthier relationships. Systematic biases within the financial industry sig- uh, significantly affect the, financially, uh, the financial stability of African-American couples, discriminatory lending practices, limited access to capital, and wage disparities create economic hurdles that constrain... Black love relationships. These disparities are not personal failings, but symptoms of systematic injustice, lack of representation in leadership role and entrepreneurial on, uh, opportunities also impact the economic prospects of African-American couples. Limited access to career advancement and entrepreneurial endeavors hinders financial growth, impacting not only couples' economic stability, but also their sense of agency and empowerment. Was Tyler Perry right? Who's been on the longest? Lisa or Leslie from Memphis, Tennessee. Get in here. Hey, though, this is Leslie. So, hey, I love it when you say this. Um, so, so you know, my father and grandfather both gave me a, a standard to go by. And Wait, let me let me ask you one question, Leslie. Am I on speakerphone? Oh, I take you. Yeah, you got to take me off speakerphone so I can hear yeah, you clearly. There, you love. there we go. There you go. Talk to me so, now. So. My father and grandfather both gave me a standard to go by, and my father always taught me that don't be no one's perfect, first of all. And so when it comes to loving someone, find out what you can deal with, and if the pros are in the favor of that person, then you can get with that man because he has what he has more pros than cons. And the standard is do not live in a home that takes two incomes. A man's supposed to pay for where he lay, and the only way he can be a true king is if he was to pay for it. And do not get a mortgage or rent that's going to take two incomes to pay. And just as much as he's paying in that um, mortgage, if that's the only bill that he's paying and can afford to pay, then I'm supposed to kick in on the light bill, I suppose to kick in on the groceries, and and I suppose to save at least seventy five percent of what he's actually paying in mortgage. That's what I was taught, and I say Tyler Perry's wrong because, um, just as my father would say, don't settle because if you know, for instance, if you know that you can be satisfied and content enough. Um, 2,000 square foot house and that's enough for you to deal with um, and that's not exceeding the average, then he should be able to that. don't start falling in love with someone that doesn't have the ability to at least pay for where he's laying. If you don't like how he's living in his own place, that may not be someone. But more importantly though, a lot of times there are women that are successful that do not throw their money in a man's face and men still have a form of resentment because she's paying the bills. And anytime someone is paying all the bills in the house, then that person, male or female, they have the right to say, hey, that's going to cost me too much because 
they're the one that's paying. So when it's in a woman's lap, then that woman, she's going to have problems out of a man because a woman isn't built to be the head of a man. She is built to be the neck and possibly some of the spine. But she's not built to be the head. And it's harder for a man to, I don't care if he has zero potential, it's harder for a man to actually take that from any woman. And one last point, if you don't want to um, love someone for who they are to you, male or female, then you don't need to be focusing on love because marriage is a business first. Mm. And you can't be in love uh, with a business partner that has that, that doesn't have the best interest of the business Mm. Mm. We appreciate the call. Leslie from Memphis, Tennessee, the volunteer state. Look, if you want to bring your city in the building, if you want to join the conversation, please join. The number to dial is 1-800-920-1580. Please understand this about me. I'm not going to judge you for what you say. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you. I, I don't have an opinion tonight. Tonight's your opinion. I want to hear what you want to say about tonight's topic. But I do have a thought. Can I pose this thought? Could it be that black men are trying to be something that white men were never required to be in this society? If white wealth is built off of exploitation, and that white wealth, that through exploitation, is handed down generationally, that means they got a head start every generation because they've been exploiting the world forever. Since they came into it, they've just been exploiting stuff, right? And isn't that interesting, right? So black men, you hear what this, the, the king has to pay where he lays. He's got to pay for his kingdom is what the sister Leslie just said. White men don't have to pay for their kingdom. They inherit the kingdom. Donald Trump inherited the money from his daddy. Huh? Joe Biden got the bread from Pappy. I'm, I'm, I, I just want to point that out. So I'm just pointing out something. I'm, I didn't mean to interject my thought. into. I'm just asking. Do black men and women hold ourselves to a higher standard than white people? Maybe we're not trying to mimic them. Maybe we're trying to undo their society by pushing ourselves to a higher standard. Is it? A, it I don't necessarily see it as a bad thing to push yourself to a higher standard. I'm not disagreeing with Leslie. I'm just saying when we measure ourselves against white men, we're measuring ourselves against centuries of exploitation, right? Centuries. The Spanish come over to the Americas and rape the Americas. Rape them. Destroy them. That's the history of it. Did you know the history of South America, Central America, South America, was written by the Spaniards? <laughs> the conquerors? Okay, when we come forward, we're going to go back to the phone. We on fire tonight. That's all I got to say. Tone Talks brings to you the difference between black wealth and white wealth explained in less than two minutes. In America, we think that we understand race, wealth, and how the two intertwine. 
We believe in a sharing of wealth among the races that largely does not exist. The truth is, by the data, there are really hardly any blacks that are millionaires in the United States, and whites largely own almost all of the personal wealth in the country. According to Demos.org, white America owns 90% of the national wealth, with the top 50% of white families holding 88% of all of America's personal wealth in their bank accounts. Despite having billionaire Oprah Winfrey, of the 14 million black families, less than a few hundred thousand of these households are worth more than a million dollars, and that number is shrinking. While at the same time, over eight and a half million white families are worth more than a million dollars. Adding to this, almost all of the 540 American billionaires are white as well. In fact, according to a report by Credit Suisse, to be in the top 5% of black families, you only need to be worth $356,000, including your house. All while just the top few hundred white American families are worth more than all of black America combined. Subscribe to learn more at ToneTalks.org. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. What do y'all think about that? This is heavy. Hour number two. Tyler Perry, was he right? There's a toxic gender war going on. And I want to know how we can finish, how we can fix it. We got callers on the line from all over the country. I want to bring them in. Who's been on the longest? Sean, Oakland, California. Get in here. Brother, so uh, first of all, I know all you, most of your listeners know I'm white. But I have to say that because you might have new listeners chiming in. Hey, look, the first thing I want to say about this is that don't ever let any state in the United States of America try to keep people from reading books about your history. Number one, number one, you, we have to understand our history and especially uh, black history before we can even comment on this guy's um, a state of view. And by the way, if a black woman, if you know history of black women or black people, period, wow, if a black woman is doing well in the economy and making tons of money, unbelievable. That is a rare thing, and go with it, ladies. Take it to the highest mountain you can take it. But I get it. Because black men, it isn't so easy. And, and, and I can't imagine the conversations because I'm a white guy, but I do, I empathize and I also think about these things because you are my community, you are my people, you are me. I don't look at this stuff like, you know, ho, oh, you know, everyone just lift themselves up by the bootstrap. No. That's not how this thing works. Systemic racism is real, and we need to understand our history as white people. And I always have said, though, you know, if you've got people in your family that are racist and not anti-racist, kick them out. I'm straight up with that. Because why are they in your family? Oh, that's just Uncle Joe. No. I'm saying... You know, support everyone who's doing well in your community. And, yes, black women, uh, oh, my goodness, women in general, 
if you're kicking that booty, kicking that ass, keep doing it financially. But, you know, black men, uh, I have to tell you, they are, there's a big middle class, but they need to keep working hard in this crazy system in our country, brother. It's not easy. Amen. We appreciate the call. Thank you for your opinion, your perspective. The phone lines are open for anybody to share their thoughts. This is a non-judgmental space. Get in here and talk to us. Was Tyler Perry right? A lot of people are heated. The conversation is all over the Internet. I know it took me a second to get to it. But again, I needed to get to it. As Sean was just talking about. Historical economic injustices such as redlining cast long shadows over African-American relationships today. These practices denied black families access to housing and economic opportunities, contributing to present day disparities in wealth and opportunities. Understanding this history is crucial for addressing current challenges. To navigate, to navigate these socioeconomic challenges, African-American couples can benefit from a range of strategies and support systems. These include financial literacy education, mental health services tailored to their needs, mentorship programs, and community incentives that promote economic empowerment and representation. Oh, man, this is heavy. This is heavy. A lot of people want to talk. The relationships are a little bit broken because... In this society, money is king, baby. Money. Brother, you not. Let me just tell you something, brother. Let's just be honest. Can we just be honest? And I want, if you disagree with what I'm about to say, please call in and share your thoughts. But just as a passive observer. No, I'm not a passive observer. I'm a black man, man. Born in the southeast. Chattanooga, Tennessee, man. Listen. You got to have bread if you want to be respected. That's uh, that's what I know just growing up. You can be cute. You can be all that. When they find out you're dusty and broke, boys, you got a short rope on you now. <laughs> you need some money. I'm sorry. Andy is upset right now. This whole show has triggered Andy. Andy, get in here. What are you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not upset. I just want to um, share an observation. So uh, I don't know if it was earlier this week, maybe Monday, Tuesday, maybe sometime last week. We was bigging up Texas, right? Yeah. Texas was holding it down. Yes. What, what you see on, on the phone thing right now? I see Los Angeles in the building. L.A. is holding it down, down. You think I know why? Why? This topic touches everybody here in California just a little bit different. I got you. Yeah. So I just wanted to make that observation, man. It's that. rough out here in Cali. Hey, it's rough. Ladies and gentlemen, we got callers from all over the country, but Cali, specifically Los Angeles, is in the house. Up, up, there go Seymour. Seymour67 says, uh, Cap, she's calling Cap on my statement. She says, there are plenty of black women dealing with broke men, Zoe, trying to motivate and inspire them. Agree or disagree with Seymour67 in the chat. Please call us, brothers, if you agree or disagree. 1-800-920-1580. Let's get it go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We got callers from everywhere. Let's get them in here. Brianna from Los Angeles. Talk to me. 
Hey, Zoe. First, I want to address C's comment real quick. I agree and I disagree. I do agree there are plenty of black women dealing with broke men. What I don't agree with is the part about trying to motivate and inspire them. I know a lot of black women with black men that are degrading them and putting them down and making them feel like crap because they're not able uh, to provide financially. I do know plenty of that, but the inspiring part, I don't know. As far as Tyler Perry's statement, he is absolutely correct, 100%. And I am no Tyler Perry fan, but that's a different conversation for a different day. But on this topic, he was absolutely right. Go, go into it. Dis- Why, go into it. Why do you think? Who, any, anybody who disagrees with what he's saying didn't listen to what he actually said. Basically, what this man said is, don't let others tell you what your relationship should be. If the woman is okay with the circumstances of, oh, he just pays the white bill, then that is okay. That's all he said. Secondly, I want to debunk this myth. Black women aren't making money the way that society perpetuates, okay? Black women are a willing pawn at this point. They use black women to say, oh, we're the most educated. Oh, we're this, we're that. At the end of the day, like you pointed out in Antonio Moore's video, we are at the same economically. We are at the same in wealth position. It's not all about your income. Where do you come from? Yes, you can have a degree, but do you come with 200000 in in student loans? Do you come with family trauma? Do you come with kids out of wedlock? We're not counting all the things that are factors outside of money. Secondly, I'm sorry, thirdly, I'm tired of this stereotype of painting black men as if they're just a wallet. Black men are so much more than a wallet in their bodies, okay? A man can provide so much more to a relationship than what's in his pocket. And that's what Tyler said. He said if it is a good man providing other things, if he, if he is a man in every other way, finances is only one part. Fourthly, I want to say black women need to get more experience in life. Any black woman that is a grown woman and you are solely focused on money, you are lost. And that shows that you ain't never dated somebody with money. You're talking to somebody on the phone that is very high value woman. I've dated millionaires. I've made I've dated men that probably make thirty five k a year. It does not matter when you reach a certain level of of experience. You know that money is only one element of a man. I've dated men that make two, three, four, five hundred thousand a year that are terrible in every other aspect of being a man. Don't know how to do nothing. Don't know how to protect. Don't know how to cover. Don't know how to, to love, to be intimate. They don't know anything but work, 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 how to make that money. That's what they know. They don't know nothing else. But I know men that are very regular, make a very modest living. And they are men all the way around. And that's what we love. Mm. When are we going to get back to that? Mm. That's what it's all about. That's what Tyler was saying. Not this money. And guess what? I'm going to end here. The, one of the biggest ways that black women went wrong, black women should be advocating for more opportunities for black men, like that first caller just said. Because what did white supremacy do? They elevated black women. There's this episode of Good Times where Florida got a job over James. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. They elevated black women to where you could get educated, to where you could start your businesses, and they left your men behind, and now you're mad. No, you have to fight. You need to take this power from white supremacy, because guess what? There's only so much power, right? 
they gave it to you and took it from your men. It's mm. your job to extract it from other places and pour it back into your men to where y'all can be equal. It's not his fault that they didn't give you the same chances or give him the same chances that they gave you. They're not giving black men all these business loans and scholarships like they're giving you. That's the only reason you're able to pass by. And you're barely doing that. Why? Because all I do is see women on Instagram begging for cash app. So if you were really making that money, you wouldn't be asking for money anyways, right? It wouldn't matter who you dated. If you really had the bag like that, you could go get with a homeless man, right? That's how it should be. But that's not what we do, right? We wanted to make all this money, take power away from our men, because we would rather be more freed from the oppression of black men than the oppression of white supremacy. That's our focus as black women. We Whoa. don't care about white supremacy and fighting the white man. We want to be freed from our black man. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm sorry. Yes. Whoa! <laughs> Brianna from Los Angeles. We saved the best for last. Oh, Lord. We appreciate the call, Brianna. You know you got a seat at the table anytime, anytime, you, anytime you want to call you, in. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Do you agree with her? Do you disagree with her? Were there parts that you said, yeah, I can see that? Were there other parts where you said, uh-uh, no, that's wrong. I want to know what you think. 1-800-920-1580. Get in here. That playlist up against your neck. Hey. The voice of reason is on fire tonight. Everybody talking about Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Tyler. Was he right? Sister called in, got us got us tight tonight. Everybody tight from the sister. The chat room is on complete fire right now. After Sister Bree came in here and just lit this thing up. Do you agree with her? Do you disagree with her? Her talking points. Was, talk, was Tyler Perry right? Where does this gender war come from? Is it social media? Is uh, all the systemic racism, all of the stuff that's happening right now? I need to know your opinion. Was he right or wrong? It doesn't matter what I think tonight. But was he right or wrong? Q from Los Angeles. Get in here. Tell me what you think. My brother. Yes. The sister, the sister said it all. The sister settled <laughs> all the issue. She settled you know? it. Huh? The, she said it all. <laughs> she settled it. Yeah, she said it all. And she's right. And Tyler Perry is absolutely right. She is absolutely right. You know, some of these sisters have set up a standard so high that they themselves cannot meet those standards. Mm. They mirror their lives to that of other ethnic, ethnic groups, like white people and stuff like that. So I have a beautiful, there's a beautiful brother, and he was dealing with this sister. The sister cut the relationship off simply because the brother don't own a house. And this brother is a very good brother who does whatever he can for her, cooks for her. You know, but, and now she has to break their relationship because the brother don't own a house. You know, these kind of practices have been going on for a long time. When a brother and a sister goes to look for a job, they both have the same experience, the same qualification. 
they will give the job to the sister and reject the brother. And so this has got to the point today the sisters are looking down on the brother, that the brother don't have this, the brother don't have that. This transactional relationship that you, it, uh, you speak very profoundly of is heavily practiced by the sisters, you know. And the survivor, I always say this, the survival and the destruction of the black man is always through the black woman. Ooh, yeah. ooh. Hey, hey, yes. hey, and let me tell you why. I, I hear what he's saying. I'm telling you, uh, hey, read the Willie Lynch letter again. Because oh, it's, yes. it's spe- uh-huh. it specifically talks about pitting the black woman against the black man. It's, against it's, it's, the black it's, man. It says that. It still, it still practices today. You know, and the sisters don't seem to realize that they are playing into the hands of the white society. They've turned the sisters against the brothers. Mm. You know? mm. And it's so sad that uh, and they are they condemning the black man, that the black man is this, black man is that. You know? And they themselves, when was the last time? You heard a brother say, I'm not going to date this uh, sister because the sister is poor. Brothers don't do oh, that. No, we don't do that. No. We don't do that, but the sister does do things well, like that. Well, I would say brothers from our generation. like man, I think it's a generational thing because some brothers be like, you going half on the rent? You going half on our car? There's brothers out there that's on some... some it's it's yeah, another... It's, 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 yeah, I'm just saying. It's some of them out we, there. We, 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 <laughs> But we're talking about majority, majority of the, of the cases. Right. The cases. You know, so to, uh, uh, to all the sisters out there, like the, the, the sister before said, cherish the black man because without the black man, you are nobody. Mm. Brother, you know, brother black, Q. Black woman wants it. Yes, my brother. I, I just want to make this last Make point. it quick, brother, because we got a, quick, a quick. bunch of calls. Yes. yes. You see, I, I always say this. Black woman wants love, but black woman don't want to be loved. Ooh. I ended that. What? what? You, now, you, now you can't end it there. Explain that, brother. <laughs> you got to. They want love. They don't want to be loved. What does that mean? They don't want to be loved. What? It mean, what, what it means is this. A, black, a brother comes to her with his heart, wanting to love her. She put the brother through all kinds of changes. Mm. You know? Mm. Hey, that sounds like another Q, 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 that sounds like yes. another show. But let me just say this, man. I appreciate the call. Thank you for the insight. He brought Los Los Angeles is dominating the board tonight. 1-800-9-2058. Let me just say this really quickly. Uh we live in a society where we definitely teamwork has to be, you know, the hallmark of uh, of a healthy relationship, whether it comes to healing, whether it comes to financial situations. We definitely have to be a team. I played those clips uh, from Antonio Moore talking about the wealth gap just to show you how huge the wealth gap is. And a lot of times people want to go back to this traditional notion of the man does everything. Well, th- the reality of it is if if we're going to be upwardly mobile in our society, we're, we're going to have to work together in, in a myriad of different ways, right, in a multifaceted approach. 
and finance is one of those things, right? Um, but at the same time, I do believe in the agency of black men. See, you don't get to say in one breath, we, we kings from Africa, and then start acting like a baby when you get hit with difficult, uh, you know, obs- uh, obstacles in this society. Don't don't talk about your African ancestry and I'm from, a, I was a king in Nigeria. Okay, then king up. King up, brother. I, I want you to king up, right? Because a, a, a lot of times, man, You can't just claim one thing and then not actualize it in your life. And if you're actualizing failure, if you're actualizing they got a target on my back, if you're speaking all this into existence, that's the kind of life you're going to have. I believe in the agency of black men, just like I believe in the agency of black women. And when black men and women come together and get on the same page, we're basically unstoppable. A sister, uh, I think this is a sister, sister in uh, a chat room by the name Pisces Light says, sounds like how mothers on the plantation used to play down their son's ability. Oh, massa, he ain't smart. He can't do much work. He's not fast enough. I help him because he ain't smart. And, And again, a lot of times what we do. We do baby them boys sometimes. Sometimes the boys get a little babied. No more babying. Now, step up. Step up. Dream, brother. Dreaming ain't soft. Dream and then go after it and then put the work in it. You understand what I'm saying? I'm, boy, I'm hot tonight. The phone lines is crazy. I got to go. But when I come back, when I come forward, we got something special for you. Of women, especially black women, and I might get in trouble for saying this, but I will. In the in in our society right now, mm-hmm. black women are making a lot more money for the most part than yeah. black men. Right? There are a lot of black men who are successful, but for the most part, black women are making the money. So you, if you can find love, if that man works, you know, at whatever job, mm-hmm. and is a good man and is good to you mm-hmm. and honors and honors the house and honors his wife and does what he can mm-hmm. because his his gift may not be your gift exactly that is okay mm-hmm. that's not somebody who's beneath you yeah that's somebody who came to love you at your worth mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right yeah and as long as he's secure in himself to mm-hmm. know that yep she makes most of the money all i can pay is the light bill as long as she's comfortable enough to say i'm gonna cover the mortgage and all the other stuff you've had a light bill baby you can take me to dinner every now and then mm-hmm. that is fine yeah that's fine mm-hmm. for the first time in my life it seems as though I'm aligning myself with Tyler Perry. The only movie that I ever really cared for that Tyler Perry produced, and this is no shade on him as a businessman and as a person that has built up a community. I think that Tyler Perry should be celebrated for his business acumen, for continuing to put money in people's pocket, for building a studio down in Atlanta, for accomplishing the things that he's accomplished and growing his business based off of his own hard work and things like that versus asking for a handout. I think that Tyler Perry is a great businessman. When it comes to cultural significance, I think that Tyler Perry, eh, I'm not really sure that, you know what I'm saying, I align with the putting on addresses. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason back in the building. 
Man, this is a heavy topic, and and I really love the fact that uh, you know people are calling and sharing their opinions from all over the country. Uh, there's a young lady in the um, in the chat that's on fire. Pisces Light. She says, "Loving our men like infants is counterproductive. Loving on our men uh, as he taps into his potential, acts, activates his gifts." And full knowledge of self is a lot harder for black women than many can admit. Hey, she, hey, hey, she laying it out. She laying it out. She laying it out flat. Andy, Andy is upset tonight. Andy like, what? Really? Zoe, you provided an example during the break. I'm sure folks in the chat. You know what I'm saying? Was able to, you know, hear what you had to say. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm just a little bit confused, not the word, but I guess I'm just taken aback by it being difficult. Because does the difficulty come from a space of maybe it's not what they naturally do? You know what I'm saying? Or you don't, because a, a, a simple form of support, right? Mm-hmm. It could just be like a suggestion about something that you're already doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're, you're not coddling the man. But let's flip it another way. See, see, this is why I say we live in a toxic society, right? I'm going to get to the callers. I, I, I'm i going to uh, Mimi from Jacksonville as soon as I make this point. We live in a toxic society. You, you've heard me say this on numerous occasions. Uh, what makes this society toxic? Well, you know, there's some warning signs, right? This is a disrespectful society, right? Yeah, this is a disrespectful society. It doesn't take you uh, long uh, to, to see signs of disrespect. This is a disrespectful society, the way we treat each other, the way we communicate. And I'm saying in general, not absolutely, but I would say there's far more disrespect than there is respect. Okay? This is a non-inclusive society. Wait, wait, wait. Because some people would argue the disrespect piece. Well, if you have a non-inclusive society, then somebody's being disrespect. Okay. Okay. Inclusion is a part of respect. I respect your skills. I respect you as a people. I respect your culture. Inclusion is a part of respect, right? And I'm not talking about, oh, let's pick and we're going to pick and pop which pieces we want to include. No, 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 no. Inclusion. Right? So, again. Non-inclusion, part of, you know, the problem in this society, right? Oh, let's go even deeper. Unethical. Who, somebody want to argue that America? So we're going we're gonna to argue that America is ethical. Who's going to argue that? Okay, cool. Nobody's arguing. Call me if you disagree. If you disagree, call in. I, I don't, I, listen, I'm not trying to prove anything. I'm just pointing out things. Unethical. Right. That's another cutthroat. Oh, yeah. America not cutthroat. Do you know these renters out here couldn't wait until that uh, that mandate or that moratorium was lifted so they could start evicting people after covid? (laughs) Oh, so the government money ran out. The PP, the PPPs and 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 the SBA and all that. That's all that ran out. Oh, ain't no more money. Get out. Cutthroat. Care if you live on the street. Abusive. America not abusive? Ask George Floyd's family. 
America's not abusive? Ask Oscar Grant's family. America not abusive? Okay, cool. All right. Then it takes me back to Christian Murphy. Right? It is no measure of health to be fully integrated into a toxic society. Okay, fine. (laughs) And then the people on the lowest rung of society, right? Supposed to have healthy relationships. Well, if the slave could make it work, how come you can't and you got more resources than the slave? 1-800-9-2015. I guess the slaves were forced to be together. Okay. Let's get these callers in here. They've been waiting. Mimi from Jacksonville, Florida. Get in. Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's go. All right. What are your thoughts? Let me say this first. I love black men. I love y'all. I encourage black men, sometimes to the point where I sacrifice myself. So I don't agree with Tyler Perry. I like his movies. You know, he's a great businessman, entrepreneur, you know, built himself up, all of that. I don't agree with Tyler Perry. It's always, since I can remember, it's been the same narrative for black women. If he's a good man, you know, he's morally together, you know, mind, body, and soul. That's great. I love that. I'm for that. But we're always told we have to settle for less financially and in other ways. But no other woman walking on the face of the earth of another race, creed, or color has ever been told that narrative ever, ever. Ever. Mimi, and it's can frustrating. I, can I ask one question? Yes. When is it considered settling when he's good? I said if he's good, morals, all of that. Okay, okay. Listen, if I'm paying a $3,500 mortgage and the homeowner's insurance and the car notes and the groceries, and the prescriptions, and everything else, and he's paying a $100 light bill every month. You tell me, when is good ever settling? I would just ask, so money determines if he's good or not? No, it's a $3,500 mortgage, and the homeowner's insurance, and the groceries, and the prescriptions, and clothing, and underwear, and food, and he's paying a $100 light bill every month. Mm. Is that fair? That's not fair. White women don't have to do that. Asian Uh -uh. women don't have to do that. Mm -mm. Hispanic women don't have to do that. But black women, if he's a good man, you know, he's kind, he's sweet. I love that. I love that. I love that. But we don't make as much money as y'all say we do. Yes, we do have degrees, but there are a lot of black men that have degrees. But sometimes they're choosing other races of women. Y'all don't talk about that. Y'all don't talk about these men that are making more money Mm. and they're choosing Karen and Becky Mm. and Jeannie Mai. Y'all don't talk about that. And I'm not just talking about celebrities. I'm talking about plumbers. I'm talking about electricians. They say, this has been said to me by family members. I don't care if she is a good black woman. If she works for Walmart, I'm not dating her. Mm. I don't care how fine she how fine she is. If she works at the ice cream shop, I'm not dating her. Why come y'all don't talk about that? Mm. 
Mimi, I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for the insight. You brought Jacksonville, Florida in the building. You want to bring your city into this national discussion. Now's the time to do it. 1-800-920-1580. Who's been on the longest? JW, South Central, Los Angeles, strong tonight. Get in here. Hey, my brother, I was triggered by the other older lady that was talking about the keen issue, and then I really loved the conversation about the young lady that really came correct about all the qualities that men do have and don't fall into the false narrative in terms of society, how we've been conditioned, blah, blah, blah. But I was fast-forcing me. I agree with her because, you know, people want somebody that, that could be a, uh, an asset and our liability, but I believe you should put your priorities in a proper perspective, and if you're capable, like some other callers made a comment about, if they can afford um, having this man as, as a liability and they make enough money and you love him, that should be your priority. And that's just natural and normal because all human beings, you got to value human beings because God created human beings. So if he values them, we should value them. And in reference to value, you got to think about how the family unit was of value. Society has flipped the culture to where, in terms of uh, being able to uh, purchase and have a lot of money, and monetary system is more valued than the family unit. And everybody has the quality and has something to offer. And I will go into detail, but I know time is short and you might want another call in. But I just wanted to just. Uh, but that perspective out. So I agree with very different callers. But uh, the main thing is we have to stick together as a unit because we will be annihilated in terms of um, not being able to unite together. And our culture will not exist in the future because we're going to be dividing each other. Willie Lynch. That's right. Words. Thank, night, you, brother. Brother. thank you, Thank you, thank you, thank you. JW, South Central in the building. Let's keep it pushing. When we come forward... I'm talking to Daryl from Los Angeles and, of course, Heru Ali, Battle Creek, Michigan, returns. Kumo D! Y'all better know about Kumo D, man. The voice of reason is on fire tonight, man. We turned up. Woo! Go back to that record. Oh, man. We on fire. Tonight's topic is is amazing. Everybody's chiming in all from all over the country. I'm excited. I'm excited. Was Tyler Perry right? And people, men and women have been jumping in, man, all night. So let me get these callers. The person who's been on the longest goes first. But I have to say this. You have to truncate your comment because we're against the clock. So make it short. Make it sweet. Make it quick. Let's go. Daryl? Okay, yes, sir. We're going to condense this down because I've been, I've been kind of hot, man. <laughs> Number one, Tyler Perry, Mr. Perry, has made 95% of his success off of black women. So there ain't no way in the hell he going to say nothing negative towards the black woman. I don't think he ever said out of his mouth, and pardon me because I didn't hear the full quote, but I don't think he said out of his mouth, hey, ladies, just take any guy that comes that that sleep with you and, you know, if you got to take care of him and, you know, just take care of his ass. He ain't said nothing like that. And that's the only reason anybody should have a problem because I teach my daughter. My, I have two daughters. One of them gave the other one. My youngest one, she, you know, she's straight. So I teach her, look. You ain't taking care of no guy. No, 
I mean, if you, if this guy is doing something, if he got a dream in front of him, if he's rowing the boat, he ain't going to just rest on his laurels, not when he come up in here. Nah, uh-uh, you don't do that. I've been making money every, since I was eight years old. I have 90, 80% of the women I ever date, nobody made more money than me. But at the same time, like your sister said before, I don't want to date a girl that, you know, that I got to take care of. I mm. mean, if she's doing something, I'm doing something. She ain't got to be doing as much as me, of course, but she got to be doing something. You don't need no dead weight when you're moving forward, right? So you don't need to carry nobody. And that's what Tyler was talking about. But if the guy ain't making as much as you, then it's a fallacy to believe that a black man or even the black people in general could ever catch up to the white because they got a 400-year head start. Most of their money been made in real estate. That's why back in the 50s but when Darryl, you can buy a house for $2,000. Okay, Daryl, you, you, you done went on a tangent, Daryl. I told you, you truncate. And then now we at word 17,000. Now, see? Right. But I love you, brother. I appreciate you, man. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for bringing L.A. into the building. Let's get my homeboy, Haru Ali, Battle Creek, Michigan. Get in here. Peace to the family nations and, and Andy and everybody. What, um, listen, 100% of, of, of nothing is zero. What we're not going to do is. What we're not like, going to do. <laughs> what we're not going to do is act like that Tyler Perry says something that has not been consistent with all of his movies. Diary of a Mad Black Woman. I can do bad all by myself. All of that. What, what's what's the, uh, the through line? The through line is they're with a high value man. They were lawyers, doctors, making millions of dollars. They treat them wrong. They kick them out. They get with white, white women, all that stuff. And then who was it? He's always, his movies has always been about the blue collar man that would treat you better. Yes, low, uh, low earning, but would treat you better. And they all ended up with the blue collar man. So thank you, Mimi, for inspiring me to go in a different direction because I was going to argue something completely different. <laughs> we, we're not going to act like that Tyler Perry has not been consistent with how he became an alleged billionaire and y'all supported him, but y'all was not conscious, y'all was not simple literate to know that he was talking about that every woman that wanted the blue-collar man and the lawyer and all that stuff. And Stop it. Mm. Peace and love to the family and nations. Get out of here. Y'all better stop playing. Because 100% of, of nothing is zero. Because guess what? Even the Christian, the Christian thing, guess what? There's just some itches that, that uh, Jesus ain't going to be able to scratch for you uh, in the midnight hour. Peace and love to the family and nation. I'm out. Hey, that was Haru Ali. Let me just say, this is what I'm talking about. It's a conversation. And the nation showed up tonight to talk. Tyler Perry lit a fire. This is a discussion that should be happening all the time. Yes, I Zoe could get philosophical and deep and wax on and wax off. But the show is stronger when you contribute your ideas. Because I want to learn too. I want to be pushed. My mindset wants to be changed as well. And like I say all the time, we start the conversation, but you've got to finish it. And you hear me say this too. I say, I'm not right about any of this stuff. I want to learn.
But let me just do this really quickly. You know who's coming up next. Oh, I can see her getting ready. I'm looking at her right now. She over there grinning. Such a cutie pie. She ready to do her thing. You know what it is. It's RSVP with Jill Monroe. She's going to keep the fire lit. Listen, you guys know my schedule, but what I want you to do, I want everybody to go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any of the other podcast platforms because we're all over them. I want you guys to go there and give your brother a five-star rating. Can y'all give me a five-star rating for the shows that we have already laid down? Do you know this is show, what, 304? Since I, this show 304. So listen, I appreciate everybody for tapping in. I'll see y'all next week with another set of slappers. Deuces. <laughs>